friends. Welcome to the Lug Life Podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Sherry. Sherry Beth, what episode is this? 43. Episode 43. We are posting this on Saturday, October 16th. Yes. But it's going to actually be about something that happened yesterday, October 15th. Right. Sherry Beth, what was October 15th? Bosses Day. So it is National Bosses Day. Yep. And Sherry and I were talking a couple weeks ago about just different experiences we had with bosses. And I was like, wait a second, stop. This is a podcast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no more conversation. <laughs> We're going to do this on a podcast. Yep. Because all of us who are listening, well, probably all of us, have something in common. We know what it's like to have a great boss, mm-hmm. but also... What it's like to have a really not great boss. What it's like to have a really not great boss. And so we <laughs> thought, you know what? Let's talk about what has made the great bosses that we have we've right. had but also what have made like the not great bosses mm-hmm. and so sherry and i have both had a lot of different jobs i mean sherry beth you've done everything from chick-fil-a to office manager to like a hostess little bit... to um you work if you i worked in american eagle for how long uh like three weeks <laughs> nailed it <laughs> uh so i've worked everything from a flower shop to a hotel to like leading a nonprofit. I mean, a lot of different stuff. Right. So you have had good and bad bosses, but you've also had the opportunity to be a boss. I have. Yep. And you I've, get to choose what kind of boss you are. I, I have. I actually, this is interesting. Uh, so I technically, and again, a boss, somebody who leads somebody, right? Right. Um, for me, I think I had my first boss position uh, where I was an actual boss when I was 20. <laughs> or 21 that seems smart which it was it was not so smart and we'll talk a little bit about that sherry yeah you want to start positive or negative we're gonna talk about good boss stuff or bad boss stuff first um let's start with the bad ones so Get it out people of the way. can know what not to do okay now just so you know for the most part we're not gonna name names right we're not gonna talk about specific jobs or specific people just because i don't think that's fair yeah so Sherry Beth, when you think back to bad bosses you've had, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you've seen that in your mind makes them a, or made them a bad boss? Like what contributed to that? Um, well, I've had some doozies. You, you, okay. I want to say <laughs> you have had some doozies. Now there are some people I have known that just kind of always complain about their bosses mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, you don't really have it that bad. Yeah, but no, I've you. had some genuinely, like, they're just horrible people. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so boss pro tip number one, don't be a horrible person. Don't be a horrible person. And, <laughs> yeah, and so I think that, for me, there were a couple of jobs where I was very clearly not valued as a person, as an employee. Um, I was really just, I contributed to their pocketbook and that's all that mattered and the second that i wasn't as well as i should have been i was gone you were a number i was a number and and it just didn't matter and you could you could very much tell who the numbers were and who the employees were oh huge and so i think that because you know in in all of those jobs i think that those bosses had their favorites and you know their favorite people kind of got everything it mm-hmm. seemed and it just yeah i just ugh, it was and just so, icky and so it's a like that person probably was a great boss as long as you were one of their chosen right yeah i've seen that mm-hmm. i've seen that happen in jobs as well even if the chosen was not a good employee and that's what was so frustrating i think to me was like i feel like i am a good employee mm-hmm. i i try to do my job no matter what it is and i've done the spectrum um 
and I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm a nice person. I try to get along with people, and yeah, you're decent. <laughs> Thanks. You're decent. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, but these, I just feel like there were employees who went out of their way to cause drama, to cause a ruckus, to not do their job, to pass their job off to other people, namely me, mm-hmm. um, or whoever else was around at the time. And for whatever reason, these bosses just couldn't say enough good things about these horrible employees. So for you, I'm trying to sum this up. We're mm-hmm. talking about like what made that bad boss. Mm-hmm. It would really be a boss who plays favorites and like kind of gives all of the good stuff to their chosen employees mm-hmm. and everybody else, regardless of whether they're a good employee or not, gets crapped on. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It actually happens more often than than you'd think. Um, yeah. I, I've seen it in a lot of different jobs. You know, one of my positions was overseeing people who were bosses of others, kind of in a, a regional director position. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that I would hear because I wouldn't just talk to my direct reports who were their bosses. I would talk to um, like the employees mm-hmm. and kind of see, it's like, Hey, how are things going? You know? Cause like a lot of times I would hear a very different story right? because they felt that way. It was like, Hey, you know, like I kind of get crapped on all the time. I don't get any of the good shifts. I don't get this. I don't get that. But like the boss has these three people to work for him and they're good friends and they hang out on the weekend mm-hmm. and they get all the good stuff. Right. And so it really does happen a lot. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things I just want to touch on this because I think this plays into this. Um, you know, you hope or you would like to think that your job came down to your competency, your character, your ability to do the job, right? Like that sort of thing. It came mm-hmm. down to your skills, your education, your whatever. Mm-hmm. The reality is, is it doesn't. It, well, in most in, situations. In a lot of those situations, right? it really just didn't matter. There is interpersonal politics. There's relationships. There's favorites. There's There are a million other things that play into how you're treated, how you're respected, yeah. what your experience is like. And that sucks. Yeah. And it, you know, I just, and it, it's probably part of my personality and like what makes me me. But like, I just, I, I am very much like an equality for all. Like, everybody should be treated the same. Everybody should, you know, like, I don't know. It just, and it, it I hate it when people aren't. Mm-hmm. I really, really just don't like it. Your equality bone is like very strong. Yes. Totally. Yes. So tell me what else. Sticking on bad bosses. Um, what so else? Other things. Um, and I think, man, you know, I'm there's like there's kind of two that all of these things apply to. Oh, okay. Um, and I think, you know, <laughs> I think that's what made him doozies. Like I think it was just like it's like two bad bosses that we're saying. Yes. Okay. Two people that all of these like bad things kind of apply to. Ooh. Um, so they would, they would say one thing to my face and then turn around and do or say another thing. That's brutal. And, um, and I'm, I'm thinking of one in particular. Well, this, I'm not going to name him. I'm joking. This this did actually happen in both places, but the, the, the first time, (laughs) the first time that it happened, um, this, this boss was telling me what a great job I was doing and how, um, this person was so happy that I could do all of the different things. Like, um, he didn't, he, he always knew that I could be put in whatever position in the, in the company and I could carry it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and like to my face, like he's, you know, it was like one of those employee reviews and, totally. and he was just like, this is, you know, I, it's great. I'm really happy. And, you know, I'm really, I really appreciate all of. And you're just like, man, I'm killing it. I'm killing it. And yeah. And he was so appreciative that I could just really like, he'd just put me wherever. And so I went to him, um, a little bit after that review, probably a week or so after the review. And I asked for a raise. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time I was being paid very little, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I mean, granted, this was a long time ago, but it was mm-hmm. it was very little. And so I just asked for a raise, knowing that he could count on me to do any to, to, to be anywhere. All the things that he had just all told of you. the things that he had just told me. Sure. And I brought all of those up when I asked for this raise. And he said, no, I don't think you've earned it. OK. And I said, thank you. This is my two weeks. Oh, <laughs> thank you for your time. Was this the place where you asked for the raise? But not anything crazy. You were just asking to be, you were asking for a raise to what they were currently hiring new employees at. Correct. So I had been there for three plus years and I was being paid less than what they were, they were hiring new employees at. And so I asked for a raise to where he was hiring people. And he said, no. Now he was hiring people above minimum wage. I think he was paying me minimum wage and he was hiring above that to try to, you know, get people in the door and whatever. Um, and he said no. And knowing that everybody else in the company who could do everything that I could do was a manager mm-hmm. and being paid quite a bit more than me, like a living wage, um, I I was done. I said, no, thank you. And I left. And I will say, um, because of that, he lost at least four other employees. Yeah, that's brutal. Um, when I left... They all knew why I left, and they all left too. They said, I don't want to be here with that person. <laughs> and so they left, um, which, you know, sucks for him. But it just, I don't know. And I just, I don't feel like that is good treatment of your employees. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly, you could certainly make an argument about fairness of it. Yeah. Um, now, I mean. And that's probably, you know, my equality bone. That's what I was like, just going to say. But it was also like. If you're going to tell somebody that you're so happy that they can do everything and that they can always count on you and they're, they're so glad that they can always count on you and then to turn around and say they haven't earned any raise. Well, um, well here's what I'm going to say. That just makes you a horrible person. But <laughs> this is a very common tactic in the business world that sometimes if you pay people with words, you don't have to pay them with money. And so... Like the reality is I have known bosses who have told me that, who have basically said like, if you compliment people enough, that will make up for the fact that like, I'm never going to give that person a raise. I don't think that does. Well, I don't think it works like that. I don't think it works like that either, but I do think that it keeps some people holding on longer than they would have otherwise. You know what I mean? It might, it might keep them around now because, and the experience, the uh, specific I'm thinking of was a situation where this manager had the this manager had the budget to give his employees a raise but he wasn't going to because part of his bonus was tied to like this particular business coming in like under budget <laughs> and so basically the less money he gave his people the more money he got and again, that just makes you a horrible person. <laughs> right. Like you are actually just a horrible well, person. Well, it's like that's such a like look out for number one mentality. Yeah. Right? So, Which is uh, not a good trait to be, to have as a boss. 
All right, Sherry. So that's kind of how we'll sum that one up. It's yep. kind of a looking out yep. for number one or even a um, two-facedness with a boss that you tell your employee one thing in one situation, but then that doesn't translate to how they're actually treated. Right. Okay. Yep. Any other bad boss trends or things that stick out? Are those the big ones for you? I think those are the big ones. Um, I Just for me, like... I don't, I just, to be a good person, I think that there should be some level of fairness okay. um, in the way that you treat people. But I think especially as somebody who is over other people. There should be that. There should be some level of fair. Okay. I think that that's, I think that that's true. I think there's a lot of people who have this belief of, and some of this is like an old school business practice. Of like, what do you mean fair? I'm paying you to do your job. Do your job and shut up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. here to be your friend. I'm here to, like, you signed up for this job. You're going to get paid, you know, eight ninety five an hour to do this job. And you're going to like it or you're going to leave and I'll replace you. You know what I mean? Like, right. bosses don't necessarily care about fairness. So that is kind of right. an old school business way, though. Um, I'm, of, I'm of the belief. And I'll, you know, let me spike one negative thing. Yeah. And then we'll transfer into the positive. The because... Happiest. Because to me, it's the happiness and it's how you treat people that makes your business more money, that builds a better and a healthier work culture, um, and that ultimately is just being a better human. Mm -hmm. But there are a couple things for me that I have experienced in bad boss situations. Number one is unbelievably unclear expectations or unrealistic workloads yeah. and like what's required or requirements so the unclear expectations i've seen people who have been in this is was me in one job in specific uh, in particular where i was hired to do a certain thing and then there were kind of all of these other things that were added but they were never really explained to me what they were and then i was basically like dinged penalized for not doing something that i never knew or was trained or had the you know what i mean yeah and so i'm like wait a second you yeah. know, like I, I have not been given the skills to have this job that you gave me. And it was frustrating to me because the job that they moved me to wasn't even something I had asked for. It's it, not what you were hired to do. No, not at all. It's not what I was hired to do. It's not what you applied to do. I didn't ask for a transfer to this. I didn't ask for like a job move to this. It was kind of done to me. Mm -hmm. And it was skills that I admitted that I didn't have. And I was like, I'm willing to try this, but I'm going to need help in these areas. Was never given help and then like penalized for that. And so to me, the unclear expectations. Um, yeah. Are, are huge like let your people know what you expect of them mm -hmm. but then make what you expect of them reasonable so there are things that are asked of you and have been asked of me at jobs that are over and above the scope of work i'm hired to do right, right? that happens. It happens it's outside the norm right. but it's like you know what that's part of having a job <laughs> but then there are times that what you were asked to do and there was one job for me that was huge in this um that what you are asked to do is so far beyond reasonable. You know what I mean? Like this is mm -hmm. no this is no longer the job I was hired to do. And what you are paying me does not even come close to the work that I'm doing for you. Right. You know, and I think that that's what you have to figure out is where where is the point that you're being taken advantage of? Where is the point that you are um, being asked to do something that is no longer reasonable. Right. Not a single task that's above your job description, but no longer reasonable. Yeah. Right? That's the question. And so those are a couple things for me that really stand out. Um, like I've had bad, bad bosses that have done those things to me. Mm -hmm. And that's always yeah, just such too. a morale killer. Yeah. But 
Let's talk good bosses. Let's talk good bosses. Okay, so for me, you guys, this is a big deal for me. Yeah. And it's a big deal for me because I am I am absolutely 100% of the mindset. So I have hired, I don't remember, I tried to figure this out, hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. In the hundreds, without a doubt. And I would much rather hire one good person pay them even above what I should pay them to continue to keep them happy and loyal and like fulfilled in a position than to treat a job as an employee like machine where I'm just going to turn over people and get them for the lowest price and burn them out and you know what I mean next next like I just I am not that kind of boss right and I don't respect those kind of bosses so Sherry when you think of your bosses Mm mm-hmm there are, just as there were a couple bad ones that really stood out as terrible, mm-hmm. tell me about the good ones. There, I've, I've had some good ones. Uh-huh. Um, where I didn't just feel like a number. Yep. Um, I've, yeah, I, one in particular, um, and I'm just gonna, this is the only one I'm actually gonna, I'm not gonna name, but it's in my current job. Uh-huh. Um, she is, hands down, the best boss I've ever had. Yeah. And... She she cares about everybody in the company as people. Mm-hmm. Um, she cares about our personal lives. She cares about our mental health, our emotional, our physical health. Um, she she pushes us to do better in our jobs. Um, she but she gives us the tools to to be better. Yeah. In our jobs, um, if she asks something of us that is outside of our scope. She will help us or direct us to, um, to to where we can learn how to do this job. She's really, really good. Um, so there's there's a few things that are outside my scope or you know things that I've taken on that I don't know how to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm you know she's always just like if you don't know how to do it, let me know. Like I would prefer to to know that you don't know how to do it than for you to slog your way through it for yeah. a week two weeks four weeks however long and then just be like oh i don't know what i'm doing and then ha- you know totally. have to like fix it so she's like just let me know if you don't know how to do this or if you don't know what you're looking for or whatever but she's also just so good about like you were hired for your intelligence for your attitude for your whatever um you are fully capable of doing this job like, she is so good. Like, with everybody across the board, you are fully capable of doing this job. So that is one of the things that I wanted to spike on the good bosses as well. When I think of the the good bosses that I have had, which I hope have kind of inspired me on how I want to be as I lead other people, mm-hmm. one of the biggest things really is around this area. So I'm a big proponent of... When you hire somebody to do a job, you hired them for a reason, let them do the job. If you don't think that they can do that job, hire somebody else. Hire somebody else. Or if you feel the need to micromanage, maybe that person isn't the right person for the job. Maybe you're not the right person to manage that person. And so I think that there's something like you empower people when you tell them um, you can do this. I hired you because I believe you can do this. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just going to like step aside and watch you do this. Right. You know, like I'm not going to hover over your shoulder. I'm not going to micromanage you. Like I'm authorizing you and releasing you. <laughs> Go be the amazing employee that I know you can be. 
Right. You know, go do this thing that I hired you to do. Right. There's something so empowering about that. There's something so empowering about that. And there have been a lot of times that I'm just like, I don't, please help. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm looking for. I feel completely not confident in this. Please help. And she's always great about, okay, let's get you help. Yeah. If she doesn't know, then she will direct me to somebody who does. But she's always just like, you've got this. Like, we can figure this out and you're going to be able to do it. Yeah, so and you're, you're going to do it well. So you're empowered not only in the areas where you have like real gifting or real skill, mm-hmm. but even when you speak up and it's like, hey, I need more help with that, you're still empowered even in those areas, yes. like in areas of weakness. Yes, it's never like an inconvenience that I don't know how to do something. That's huge. It's huge. And it makes me, honestly, a better employee. Yeah. And I think that it makes everybody at my current um, company better employees because they know that they are cared about. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things you and I have had a conversation about that job a lot mm-hmm. about how one of the things for you is anybody could go out and get a job at a company where they're a number. Yep. Right. It's like yep. go to monster.com, go to, you know, indeed, go to LinkedIn, go to wherever you find jobs these days, apply for a job. Like you can get a job where you're a number, mm-hmm. but when you find, you can a, probably get a job getting paid a lot uh, completely, but you might just be a number. That's the thing mm-hmm. is that, I would take, and you and I have talked a lot about this, mm-hmm. the importance of taking less money at a place that you believe you're valued over more yep. money at a place you think you're a number. Because I have been in places where I was paid well yep. and probably paid above market, yep. but I was treated like trash. 100%. And, you know, when you go home crying every day, yeah, is that paycheck worth it? Nope. Nope. Sure not. Not one bit. Not even a little bit. Yeah, and you've had that experience. I've seen. I've had that experience. I, I saw you have that experience. Yep. And so for me, I think another another good boss thing, even outside of just the helping your employees feel empowered, helping them not feel micromanaged, you're really like released and authorized to do the job they do. Uh, one of the things that I try to do well, and that I try to do well because I have had it modeled for me, <laughs> is the importance of understanding the type of people that you have working for you. Mm-hmm. So I remember. Uh, one boss I had who, um, one boss I had, who's the first, he was the first guy who sort of had to start doing personality tests as part of the job, but it wasn't to figure out like where we fit in the job. It was to figure out how he could best connect with us as people. Yep. We never had a talk about the personality quizzes when it came to like our role. It always was how he interacted with us. Mm-hmm. And I just remember feeling honestly i felt really valued because i had a boss who would take the time to get to know me so that he knew how he could best not just communicate with me but how i felt appreciated and seen but also how i took criticism right right and so in Mm -hmm. some ways he was like i'm going to become an expert in you because Mm -hmm. i want to lead you well he wanted to learn to speak your language i yeah and there's like so Mm -hmm. much value in that so that when he speaks you understand. It's like being a friend with somebody who's from a foreign country. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to learn your language because I want to communicate well with you. Mm-hmm. Can you think of how valuing that would be to somebody? Right. And so to me, that's what good bosses do. Good bosses yep. learn the language of the people they're leading so they know how to see them and value them and reward them. And even how to bring correction and criticism in a way that is healthy, in a way that creates like movement forward. In a way that they will hear and not shut down. Completely. Yep. So, Sherry Beth, any other good boss thoughts 
your tips? Oh, I mean, I could talk about my, my current one for a long time because she's really just <laughs> she's really just so good. In fact, yeah. I, I actually texted her earlier tonight and just kind of let her know that we were going to do this podcast. And she was like, oh, no. She's like, I'm probably not the best, but I try not to be the worst. And I was like, oh, no, you're 100% the best. And so even just touching on that. So I've seen you have I've seen you have good bosses. I've seen you have bad <laughs> bosses. Yeah. And to me, um, we all talk about, you know, a job. You know, you're, you clock out at 5 p.m., you go home, and then, like, you know, life happens. But the reality is that what happens in the office, what happens at your job, does impact what happens at home. Mm-hmm. If you are treated like crap at home, you – or, I'm sorry, if you're treated like crap at work, you bring that home. Right. And I have seen you be in jobs where you were berated, where you were not valued, where you were not – you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Any of that stuff. And you come home in tears. And, yep. and I saw what that did to you as a person outside of work hours. Right. But at the same time, I've also seen like this current situation, um, how you light up and kind of come to life when there's times that you are seen and you are valued and you are, you know, Mm -hmm. those kind of things. And I do think that, you know, a a big, um, if you've been listening to our podcast or watching our vlogs, you know that, you know, a big thing this year for me is kind of stepping, stepping into who I am and, you know, learning to use my voice. Mm -hmm. And I really think that my current boss has been a huge part of that. She's given me the confidence to speak up and um and and to step into who I am. Yeah. I without a doubt I've seen that. In like not just at you know at work, well although that's that's happening too. Like but that's also transferred she's giving me my voice at work, but it has transferred to the rest of my life. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big deal. Um I think that gosh, I think that with with bosses, I'm just thinking back to. I'm thinking back to bosses where still to this day. Like they have been a positive influence on me, mm-hmm. but I'm also thinking negative bosses where still to this day, like I've still got some baggage from, the way I, I remember. I'm not gonna get into the story, but I remember <laughs> one conversation, uh, and I call it conversation loosely, where something had happened at work that was completely out of my control, but like I was the point person for something. And the amount of screaming, I mean, five, six inches from my face, screaming and uh, like curse words and strings of words that I didn't know you could put together. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but here's what happened in that moment is that for me, the clock started ticking as to when I was leaving. Right. You know what I mean? In that moment, because the reality is, is I had made them millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And because of one thing that everybody in the room knew was out of my control, but there had to be a fall guy, that's how I was treated, the clock started ticking. Yep. And I was like, oh, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, the second I find something, anything. 100%. Peace. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think to me, like, you as a boss have the ability to be life or to be death. Right. Now, one of the dangers in a boss is that balance between, like, I want my employees to like me, but also, like, there's a time when I need to kick their ass because... We got work to do. Right. We're yep. a business. We need to make some money. Right. Right. And so I just believe that the more you press into the invitation side of relationship, the more that your employees like you and respect you and believe that they can trust you and that you value them as a person, mm-hmm. when it comes time to kick their ass because we need to make for money that, for that challenge, for that yep. challenge um, the employee like takes that more serious. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, all right, let's do this. Well, and I think that you've you've built the respect and you've earned the respect earned, that's what I was, yep. to ask more of them or to ask anything of them. 
And I, I really think that's that's a huge that's a huge deal. So I think, you know, it's it's more than just being liked. I think it's being respected as well yeah. as, you know, the the leader. Yeah. And when the leader says, Hey, you can really do your job, that's awesome. And when she says, now go do your job, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> it makes me job. want to go do my job and do it well because yeah. I want to make her proud. That's true. Right. <sighs> Bosses. Bosses. Good ones, bad ones. <sighs> and honestly, like I've probably mostly had, as I think back, I've probably mostly just had like, yeah, okay ones. Okay ones. And really, yeah, like I can't, I can't tell you one single story about the you know, my bosses from like American Eagle. Not one clue. I don't well, I mean, tell- you were there for three weeks. There to be fair. Three weeks. But still, <laughs> you know, it was, but you know, I've been in other jobs for 10, 12, you know, 15 months or however long in college. And it was like, I couldn't tell you their names either. They were just okay. They were just there. They, they were just there. They existed. They existed and good for them. But yeah. it wasn't like they didn't make a mark one way or the other. Yep. And I don't think you necessarily have to, but I think if you have the opportunity to make a good mark, you should. And to me, this is one of the things that I have, I have just learned this and Sherry has learned this is that, um, I would take a job that I am happy in, that I feel purpose in, that I feel calling in, that I feel seen and respected and known, um, that is less money over the highest paycheck. Yep. Here's what I'm going to say. Every single time that I have taken a job for the simple fact of what the paycheck was, I have been miserable and it has burned me. Yes. Every single time. Now, I mean, it would be nice to have both. A hundred percent. But I, yeah, when I will always choose a job where I am actually seen as a person and valued as a person. That's right. Over a, a bigger paycheck. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I just think that those things are... Too often we end up choosing the wrong one of those, and you get to a place in your career where it's like, man. Um, sure, I've made a lot of money, but man, I'm I'm miserable. I'm miserable, right? And I'm getting screamed at all of the time, <laughs> and this is horrible. I'm like, yo, wouldn't it be cool to come home happy? Yeah, you know. Let me tell you, it is. Yeah, it's really cool to come home happy. Yeah, and to not <laughs> dread in the morning, and to yeah, to not be like, oh, like I actually wait. I like the people I work with. Right. What? Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, all right, friends, here's what I want to hear from you. Uh, over on YouTube, search Leg Life Podcast. Uh, first of all, hit the subscribe button up there if you have not. And the little bell icon. And the little bell icon so you get notified when we post podcasts on YouTube. But then I want to hear your boss stories in the comments. Good and bad. Good and bad. Tell, tell us me. your worst boss story. And tell us your best boss tell story. Tell us your best. What has made you feel loved and seen and known? Uh, that you loved about your bosses, but then what is the thing where it's just like, yeah, I'm done with you. (laughs) (laughs) Peace. Peace. I'm out. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I want to hear both of those. Over there, Leg Life Podcast on YouTube. Go find it. Leave a comment. Want to know. Happy Bosses Day to all of you bosses out there. Granted, it's a day late or whenever you're listening to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But here's what I'll say. The challenge to me in this as I was listening to Sherry's stories was to look at myself and say, okay, in what ways can I be a better boss? Yeah. Right? What What are ways that I can be a better boss? And I do think that you are an excellent boss. I've, I've you've never been my boss, so I don't I don't know. I've never like the boss of the house. Well, you think, but I just <laughs> <laughs> clearly the boss of this house is Missy. Let's, That's true. Let's be honest. We all know that. We all know that. No, I mean I've just never like worked for you, yeah. so I don't know how you are really in like that kind of a setting. But a I've lot worked of I've worked with you, 
in a lot of things and I see how you interact with your employees and there you you care about your employees as people that's important to me and that is important it's important to me but one of the reasons it's important to me is that I've seen what happens when you don't yep you know I've seen it happens when you don't and I have amazing 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 people who I get the privilege of working with right now and to me why in the world would I not want to do everything I can to keep them happy and to keep them here Mm -hmm. rather than to like replace them with the crapshoot of what the next employee could be. Yep. So yeah. All right, friends. Hope you guys enjoyed this conversation about bosses and jobs. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I thought so too. And we can all agree that I'm the boss of the house. All right, friends. Love you guys so much. (laughs) We will see you next week on the next Leg Life podcast.